<laughs> what's what's going on, AJ? <laughs> 107 days, baby. Mm, and only eight until pre-orders. The Let's final go. It's, countdown. It's, it's almost like... We have a lot of 80s music references uh, this pre-show. <laughs> Brian, Brian was like, he's like, I'm going to pour some coffee. And I was like, pour some coffee on me in the name of love. Right. And like, dude, I mean, I don't even remember what, how old I was when that came out. I'm assuming I was young because I thought it was like fucking badass. And now it's, you know, I don't know. what, But like, yeah, but I mean, I was way too young to, to think that it was anything other than just sugar. Is it... Is that code? Is that like? Do are they like? I what? I always thought it was probably just code for sex or something. Oh. I mean, who? I mean, who? Would, why would you want to pour sugar on you? <laughs> like, yeah, who I does that? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just took everything at face value when I was a kid. I didn't. I didn't understand. Yeah. I don't know. But but like I said, man, 107 days to go. It's almost as if PSVR two is actually real. Can you believe it? No. There's Me not either. There's there's no way. There's no way. I, I didn't I didn't realize. Yeah, there's no there's no way I'm ever gonna play this thing. It's just not happening. <laughs> so whatever horrible tragedy is about to ensue, like you guys I, you heard it here first. Brian Domas has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're all gonna die, AJ. We're all gonna die. All right, let's, sense. Let's, let's get this show started. <laughs> Mancunian GameCat uh, states the obvious and says, is it not code for drugs? I mean, it's got to be code for drugs, right? Like, That's what I was thinking. Maybe cocaine or something, right? Like, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I, by the time I got into drugs, like, they used radically different terminology than they did in the 80s. Uh, I have no idea. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we talk about all of your favorite things, like sugar, like sex, like 80s music, drugs, and sometimes we even talk about PlayStation VR. My name is Brian Pop from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and this gentleman over here, uh, far, far south of me. It's AJ from the Underground, PSVR Underground. What is up, Brian? What is up, Game Cats? Happy Monday, and man, oh man! Like I said, it we're we're getting close. Things are things are happening finally after a long, long drought. Starting to get news every day. Starting to get new announcements every day that we're going to talk about a bunch of them and some things that haven't been announced. Um, it's great, man. And hopefully we will help make your Monday suck. Just a little bit less. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so, AJ, because uh, I, my, mine started off with a bang. Uh, I woke up and it was... <laughs> And it was four forty-five. <laughs> I said, "Well, oh, I got fifteen minutes to get a to get a show together, a thumbnail together, because uh, we have a dude, my day is completely backwards. My day is completely backwards, and and it drives it's for me. like uh, uh, at least a week or two now, right? Yeah, you still haven't gotten out of that, huh? I was on such a good schedule for so long, uh, and uh, so yeah, one of these days, I, I, I hate doing it, but you just you just have to like stay up for like twenty-four hours straight, uh, and then go to sleep at the correct time, and then." And that's it. Uh, and usually that helps, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, it's not that my sleep schedule matters to anybody out there. I can't imagine that it does. It barely matters to me. So, uh, so let's let's move on. 
Um, AJ, uh, obviously there's a whole lot of things we want to talk about. Before we get the show started, uh, make sure you join Discord. That is where these conversations happen 24-7. The link to that is in the description below. Uh, hopefully uh, somebody out there has a link for Movember. We've been trying to do a little push for uh, men's health and awareness. Uh, I'll, this is what happens when I wake up and, and try to do a show. Um, and so if one of my mods can please post the link to our uh, the GameCap Movember Foundation in uh, in the chat. That would be amazing. You guys are awesome. Uh, and uh, and make sure, of course, if you you probably subscribe to Without Parole because you're here, uh, but you might not subscribe to AJ. So make sure you click the link in the description below and subscribe Thank to you, our man. good friends over at PSVR Underground. Thank you. I know it's been a little quiet over on my channel, but things are happening. I know Patreon users have uh, have gotten a couple little sneak previews but i got stuff coming back to the channel that i'm really really excited about and can't wait to ramp up to launch man oh i'm just so excited again it feels good to be excited about something again it does it does <laughs> it do. i mean you know we, we we carried the playstation vr1 torch for such a long time and you oh. know i'm definitely i'm proud of us and i'm proud of you know that we managed to keep everything going for so long but man proud of you game cats yeah Really, I mean, like if it wasn't for the game cats, like there was no way we could have done this. Like, show we show up for work day in, day out. No one's here. We're like, <laughs> what are we doing with our lives? Want to order a pizza? <laughs> like, what do we do? We just sit here and do nothing. Um, uh, so yeah, so thank you guys. For, you've been very, very supportive uh, during all the slow times, and uh, yeah, now now it's all paid off. We're so close. Uh, it's thrilling, says Portal Player. It is thrilling. So excited, so excited. Uh, AJ the. There's so many people that uh, help this thing run behind the scenes from everything, everybody from moderators to Sci-Fi GameCat Henry, who puts timestamps into this thing, to Jay Meow, who gets this thing up on podcast services of your choice. Uh, so many people that help out, right? Uh, and of course, there's people that help financially, there's people who tip during the show, there's people who uh, support on Patreon, but there's every single Monday, AJ, there's a whole other group of people that we like to think isn't there. That is correct, Brian. We would like to thank those who support us in another way by changing their name to something GameCat, something GameCat related, or something GameCat adjacent, as you and something GameCat adjacent like to say. And this week, we have four new GameCats to welcome to the GameCat Dojo. <laughs> Starting with Big Germ the GameCat. <laughs> Okay, so I got to say, before I pop this up on the screen, I didn't lay this out at all. So these are just going to show up in random places. Bing! Oh, there it is. That's not it. Oh, no! <laughs> we're, we're off to a bad start. GameCat Valerie. As expected. As soon as you started saying something, I was like, oh, this is going to go horribly wrong. And right on cue. <laughs> right, right on cue. I have no idea. GameCat game Valor gets another shout out. By the way, so many GameCat name changes recently. Thank you guys so much, man. It really, really means a lot to to pledge your allegiance on YouTube. Support the cause. I love going to different YouTube videos, random YouTube videos, and seeing somebody with the name GameCat uh, or GameCat adjacent in their name. It's great. I found him. I did not think I had him, but there he was, an untitled we file. Found you, big germ. Big germ. He's high, he's gigantic. He's this big. <laughs> this this big. All right, who's who's next, man? Next, we got we got one that I'm intrigued by, and I and I'm really interested in. We've got Game Cat Behemoth. Bing. Ooh. Uh, What's really cool about this, what I'm hoping this is, is this is a nod to our good friends over at Skydance Interactive for their latest and greatest announced game, their next upcoming title in 2023, called Behemoth. Behemoth. 
I, I knew that one. I knew that one. It was a nice softball right over the plate, man. Yeah. Um, pretty good stuff. And I'm really interested in that game. I know we only got like a tiny little bit of a teaser. Um, but we did learn that it's a monster hunting VR adventure set in like a brutal dark ages era. Uh, and it is coming 2023, most likely 99% to PSVR two. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited to see that one because it sounds awesome. And it's made by Skydance, who have earned my trust. Uh, and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, if it's anything like Monster Hunter, uh, I'm, I'm totally down. Uh, we've needed something like that in VR for a while. If it's anything, if it has any elements of Shadow of the Colossus, uh, thank you guys so much for putting the Movember link in the chat. I love you so much. Um, if it, yeah, I mean, if it, if they did Monster Hunter with like a little touch of, uh, Shadow of the Colossus where you're actually climbing up some of these, uh, you know, behemoths, it'd be absolutely amazing. Uh, but we'll see what they're up to. Who's, who's number three, AJ? Number three on the list, but certainly not in our hearts, is Josh Cat. Bing! Oh, jeez, I told you. It's just all over the place here. This one's going on in AJ's face. There we go. <laughs> it's, it'd be unfair, though, so I'm, I'm putting big germ back on my face here. Don't touch the beanie. There we go. Now, now you can't see us at all. Uh, Josh Cat, who's had, who's gone through a number of name changes recently, but I think Josh Cat, uh, fits in perfectly. It's, 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 it's concise. It's to the point. There's no commas in it. <laughs> so i love it man i love it and he's got 18 subscribers keep it up finally last but certainly not least we've got serial killer the stash in a flash game cat Bing. rocking that of course like we said serial killers running our our uh our fundraiser for november and uh yeah make sure you check out the link provided support the cause Mm-hmm. I like how we don't support anything else but this one, but maybe we need to be better about that. But <laughs> well, and that that is definitely um, that's definitely something that we're trying to be better about here without parole. You know, it was it, it's hard to it's sometimes it's hard to think about other people when like you're not even able to like take care of yourself. You know, for the last as we were just talking about AJ, the last couple of years have been really hard. Um, you know, Patreon support went down, viewership went down, uh, interest in the channel went down completely. And whenever that happens, it's like I take a major pay cut, right? It's like so it was definitely like you know, day to day, week to week, that kind of thing. Um, and so, uh, and, and so with, with the hope that things are coming back and that people are coming back and that the channel will start ramping up again, it'll be easier for me to look outside of what we're doing here. Uh, and serial killer is interested in, in, you know, not only doing this for November, but also, uh, seeing what other charitable things we can be doing all year long. Uh, so hopefully this is, this is the beginning of many good things here without parole. Um, so, so thank you, Serial Killer, for, for kind of like give, giving me the push to make that happen. Uh, I'm going to get rid of these names on the screen. Uh, I, I was somebody bet in the comments that I wasn't going to be able to get rid of them, and now I'm nervous. <laughs> but if you want, if, if you change your name to GameCat because you love us almost as much as we love you, make sure you put uh, in the comments on any of our video, hashtag GameCat, once you change your name, so we can give you a shout out on next week's show. AJ. As you mentioned, there is uh, there is news happening in the world of PSVR for pretty much the first time in a long time, and it is glorious. Uh, and one of the things that a lot of people were concerned about, uh, obviously, uh, when when was it Hideaki Nishino? Was it was it an interview with him where he was talking about how there would not be backwards compatibility for PlayStation VR two? So all these people, you know, who have extensive PSVR one libraries, suddenly feel uh, neglected, feel abandoned by Sony, saying, "Well, wait." We have this huge library of games that 
you know, we can't play on our new headset. We're going to have to keep our old headset hooked up, our old, maybe our PlayStation 4, our PlayStation 4 Pro. Um, but despite all of that, it does seem like there's a glimmer of hope. It does seem like developers are out there uh, kind of circumventing this problem and patching their games to be playable on PSVR 2. And, uh, and the news for those games is just starting to roll in now. We're just starting to get official confirmations on some of these. Uh, what, what's, what's the most recent one we've gotten? So there's been a couple, uh, and we'll just go in order of kind of when they were announced, I guess. But um, we've already gotten, like you said, a couple games that have announced been announced as remasters coming to PlayStation VR 2. They were PSVR 1 games. Uh, and the first one I guess we'll cover is Swordsman VR. Yeah, Swordsman VR is, uh, I mean, I feel like that was the biggest no-brainer of the PSVR 1 library because Alec and the team over at Sin Studio, the, the ever-growing team at Sin Studio, uh, has been really, really good about constant updates. Uh, updates. I think along with No Man's Sky, Swordsman is probably the most updated PSVR 1 game that we have. Uh, it's, there's constantly new weapons, new bosses, new environments, new everything, to the point where I feel like it's a radically different game than it, it is net, than it was at launch now uh and so I've, i i definitely believed from day one that alec would absolutely have this thing up and running and they just announced that it'll be a playstation vr2 launch title uh however they seem to be holding back on the on the news whether it's going to be free or not which is interesting right because every most of the other people who have announced these, this have said hey it's going to be free um do you think it's going to be free aj or do you think uh this this might cost a little bit um, it's an interesting one for sure. Uh, you know, we still haven't fully seen what games are going to be free upgrades, what games are going to be some kind of paid deal. Um, I feel like knowing Sin Studios, I feel like they would, but I'm, but I also don't want to just assume that because you never know really what's going on behind the scenes. And, but to me, what my heart says is absolutely going to be a free upgrade. But they did. Our own Hasid Mirza actually tweeted at them and said free upgrade. And they said, we don't have anything to announce at this time that we'll, we'll get more info later on. So um, a little bit of a gut punch there for sure. But, you know, with some of these other examples coming up, we'll see that we can't always just jump to conclusions. Right. Not Especially not without a jump to conclusions, Matt, AJ. You can't can't do that without a mat um i love it i a, love it i'll tell you man when i saw office space i was like this is the worst joke ever and it's and it's <laughs> but it's stuck in my head i love office space and that joke has just been stuck in my head for years i do too um yeah i i, I would never i would never want to just assume that it's going to happen i do but i am assuming that this is going to happen uh because all the other updates have been free they've been they've it's without Swordsman, I don't think Sin Studio would still be here. You know, they had they had had um, quite a few failures. Uh, Wraith, they had uh, the Perfect Sniper, and then uh, Warzone, which was <sighs> yeah, it's, it's weird. I think War somehow Warzone, even though it had aim support and it was a you know a, a first person shooter, like it had all the ingredients. Uh, it was the worst of the bunch because it was just so broken on so many levels that that was that was just going to be it, man. And so Swords. There's yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I mean, so, well, I was gonna say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Swordsman saved them. Actually, Warzone saved them. Everybody bought Warzone. Uh, everybody bought Warzone, thinking it was gonna be a great first-person shooter, or that it was maybe Call of Duty Warzone or something. And uh, and, that, and and that actually made them a ton of money, so they were able to make Swordsman. Um, 
So I, I do I do think that over there they have all this goodwill towards the PSVR community because they kind of know they released some games that weren't all that great. And now that there's this newfound love for the studio, I, I do. It feels like they're giving back, right? Saying we're really sorry about Warzone <laughs> and Wraith and Perfect Sniper. Like those, some of those were okay for like a couple dollars, but certainly not fifteen dollar titles. Um, so it seems like they're giving back, and I think is it's only uh, it would be only be appropriate if they got a if they gave us the PSVR two upgrade for free. Rant over. I think AJ. most. Rant over. I think most developers uh, better be ready to face some backlash if there's not a free upgrade, um, because it's kind of like there's no backwards compatibility, uh, and then there's no free upgrade. It's like you're forcing me to buy it again. It's not a good situation uh, for anyone to do that, really, and they will likely hear about it. Um, but there's two questions usually with these games that are coming, uh, and that I have, and there's is it going to be a free upgrade? I think the two most frequently asked questions. Is it going to be a free upgrade? And then what kind of updates? Um, you know, we'll, we'll be ready. I'm ready to talk about some of these other games, but I am curious to see if this PSVR 2 version of Swordsman will be coming with some huge updates as well. Like another game that was confirmed for PlayStation VR 2, and that is Zenith, yep. The Last City. Um, of course, we know, a lot of you guys know, um, we've, we've got the, the game cat dojo guild. It is an open world MMO RPG, uh, action RPG, uh, built from the ground up for VR. That was super fun. And they have announced that, Hey, it is going to be a free upgrade, but there's something else here. That's really, really interesting. Um, along with this, uh, free upgrade, the PSVR two version going to be a launch day title, I believe. Um, they are also doing a massive overhaul on the game. Re- they're redoing the textures. They're doing, I think they said lighting, um, just a visual overhaul that's actually going to be um, stuff like they they gave a couple examples like realistic grass or something, uh, which is great when that game has like a bunch of really big fields and stuff in it. Like, you know, you want that world to feel a little bit more live, but. Um, but they're also taking this visual overhaul and putting it on the PC side as well. Um, so it's it's a major visual overhaul, uh, as well as a lot of new content coming uh, to Zenith, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Brian, yeah, <laughs> are you going to be jumping back into Zenith? Oh, absolutely. For, uh, uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, because uh, so first of all, uh, I I was one of the people who who didn't didn't criticize Zenith as much for the amount of content that was in there as some people did. It was a $30 game. Uh, and for, and for $30, uh, I mean, like most people spend over a hundred hours in there and, uh, and, and, and considering what we've gotten on PSVR over the last six years and, you know, the length of most games are like, you know, four to six hours and they cost 30 to $40 for the four to six hours. Uh, we got, I think, I think this is an amazing deal. Too many people were comparing it to, uh, completed MMOs, like game MMOs that have been around for years saying, Oh, well, this isn't, this doesn't have the amount of content that work Warcraft has. Well, of course it doesn't. Warcraft has been out for fucking two decades. Right. So, uh, so I, I think we're off to a great start with Zenith. I, I was, there was no way in hell leading up to launch that I thought it was going to be nearly as good as it was. And they fucking delivered on so many levels. Uh, this is, this is, this is in my top 10 favorite PSVR games of all time. And, but it came out really late, uh, in the PSVR yeah. life cycle. Um, and so I, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't do terribly well. I think, I mean, it did well overall, but on the PSVR side, no idea. Um, so 
so having giving it like this other chance in the PSVR ecosystem is going to be awesome. Uh, and, yep. and being there at launch, I think is super important as well. And you've got to figure that this was kind of their, kind of their idea all along being like, let's get it out on PSVR. And, you know, we're going to be adding content we're going to be at, you know, upgrading things and making things better and refining things. Uh, and then, you know, we'll give this definitive version, uh, with more content at launch PSVR two. bam. Uh, it's almost like we've been in beta for the last year. Yeah, there's there's two things in in particular that um, have my attention as well with this update. Uh, there's going to be creature catching. They say catch and collect creatures out in the wild, a whole new immersive way to enjoy the beautiful world of Zenith. Nice. And you're also going to be able to start summoning pets. Uh, and they say summon a creature as a friendly companion to join you on your quest, and you can pet them too. Think think it'll have the haptics when you pet them. <laughs> Maybe I'm dude. I'm, I'm like I'm. I'm actually. Lo- I love Pokemon. Uh, I, I've never seen the the show, um, uh, but I've I've played some Pokemon games. Never never to completion. Always dabbled. Uh, but I but I love the concept uh, to the point where when Nino Kuni came out on PS3 is one of my favorite games of that generation. Like PlayStation, Nino Kuni was just a phenomenal game, um, and so that whole collecting aspect. Uh, really checks a box in my brain, like a little bit of an OCD box, right? Where I'm just like, gotta catch them all. And, uh, and, and so I'm, I'm a big fan of that. I think this is going to be a great addition to Zenith. Yep. Um, another game that was announced this week, actually, I'm sorry, this was announced today. Yep. Um, they say, uh, we are proud to announce that the fast paced co op shooter after the fall complete edition. From Vertigo Games will be a day one title for Sony's PlayStation VR 2 on February 22nd. And they've also said, because uh, I know last last week when the announcements came, we were kind of like, you know, bashing them a little bit. Yeah. Um, but they have actually proved us wrong, and they have confirmed that After the Fall will, in fact, be a free upgrade for those who own the game. Dude, I'm so happy when on I'm PSVR. I'm so happy when I'm wrong when it comes to this kind of stuff uh because you know we we just make assumptions based on the knowledge that we have available uh and uh in and over the last few years, you know, we we've kind of seen uh what Vertigo Games is all about. Uh I don't want to go on any further about this because I don't want to be more negative when we should be yeah, when we should this, be positive this, about it, but is 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 really reassuring to see this because this was if any game was going to charge for a psvr2 upgrade this was the one that was going to do it right uh my hope is though my hope is aj that we we saw i saw the trailer i i'm I'm, i couldn't find it uh to play right now but the trailer for the psvr2 version kind of just looked the same as the psvr1 version with like you know sharper edges yeah it didn't look like the it didn't look like the pc vr version and west was saying oh we'll obviously get the pc vr version and i'm like well let's fucking hope so because what they showed didn't look awesome it looked okay it's a i went back when you said that i went back and looked at the trailer and like there's times where it looks really nice and then there's times where it looks kind of blocky um that's the game that's the game itself though isn't it like yeah i suppose so and and i i suppose it is kind of a blend of that but um but yeah west said that really the pc version is really only like the the psvr version just upscaled resolution so 
Um, yeah, they haven't announced you know a ton of visual and uh, upgrades and enhancements, but you know we do know that they've wanted some parity with the game um, across all platforms, and it will be taking advantage of the haptics, adaptive triggers, and things. So I think um, I think I've changed my mind about uh, after the fall, and and I think I'm going to be a little bit more supportive of them this gen. Uh, a for doing the the upgrade, and keep in mind. Um, it's really important to note as well with some of these upgrades that you, if these games do offer free upgrades that you can purchase them right now, some like even um, on sale or when they go on sale, which they go often on sale after the fall has been 20 bucks a bunch of times. Um, you can purchase these right now and then get them on, you know, you still pay, you still support the dev a little bit and you pay a little bit of money and they get a little support. Plus you get a discount uh, and then you'll get the free upgrades. So it's really, really important that uh, we pay attention to these free upgrades for this reason. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, this will, this will actually, I have, I have hope. I have hope for after the fall. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm going to be more supportive of them or of this game uh, next gen. It because it, it all comes down to what they do, right? It, uh, I, I, I've already stated my case on uh, after the fall. Some people agree, some people disagree, uh, and that's just going to be the way it is. We're all not going to agree on everything all the time. Um, this this game just was severely lacking in content when it came out, and even though they're adding content to it now, it's simply not. I'm finding out very quickly that this is just not the kind of game I'm looking for. That no matter how much content they add. I'm like, it's 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 still a boring gameplay yeah. loop, and I was like, well, you can add a million uh, new places and a million <laughs> new enemies, and guess what? The gameplay loop is still boring. Uh, super cool video, bro. The two dollar tip in the chat says, just upgrade Skyrim and Squadrons, and then I'll retire. <laughs> I think Squadrons has a has a decent chance of of getting an upgrade, um, but as far as after the fall goes, you know, I. Yeah, I want there to be more content, more variety, like a little bit more better content when it, in in terms of it. But but I did think the the moment to moment gameplay is pretty fun. I think I enjoyed this game a little bit more than you, even when we first previewed it on the quest. I think everybody um, I enjoyed remember, this more than I did. Yeah, but you know, I I think some of some of your criticisms I think are fair and you know whatever. But um, but I I think it like I said, I'm I'm ready to kind of turn it around on this game and, and start to support it come next gen yeah hopefully they can work out some of the bugs because there were some frustrating things and if it, and if it all just kind of works better you know then it, then it, it'll certainly be more fun um so uh but just to, just to by the way just to address super cool video uh bros two dollar tip um I, I i agree with you aj that squadrons has a great chance because ea motive uh obviously um still making amazing games they're the ones behind uh, the dead space remake still got my fingers crossed that that's coming to VR. Oh, wow. Would love that. Um, <clears throat> and they're doing the Iron Man game, right? So, uh, really, really hoping that they've got VR in their plans. Uh, but as far as Skyrim goes, it, at this point, who the fuck knows, right? How how far back do, did Sony make any deals with Bethesda? Uh, is any of that shit on the books? We have no idea. It would be fantastic. Uh, I don't think Microsoft gives a fuck about VR, and so if they don't give a fuck about VR, then they're probably like, oh, "Go, go ahead, do it. Make make a few bucks on PSVR too. Like that's not competing with us in any way whatsoever." Who knows? Um, okay, so some of the other games that we know are are going to be cross gen titles, um, like Hello Neighbor, Suicide Guy, Light Brigade, mm -hmm. uh, and I believe Alvo. Yep. Um, but you know, we're kind of just getting started. We're still in the beginning with that. 
Um, there's still first party titles. I mean, we know because Sony has said this behind closed doors. Um, but we know that they have said that there's a focus on remasters. Uh, what else do you think they need to show in terms of remasters? I mean, I think Sony, I think Sony specifically needs to show, um, they need to show their first party stuff, right? It's like we haven't, it would be amazing for them to show off, uh, like Astrobot rescue mission. Dude, six, six million PSVR one owners is great. I, 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 I think they did a pretty good job the first time around. Uh, VR wasn't exactly mainstream. It's still not mainstream. Six million, uh, nothing to sneeze at, even if it wasn't like setting the world on fire. But they supported PSVR with games like uh, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Blood and Truth, uh, Everybody's Golf VR, uh, Wipeout Omega Collection. Right? They need to. Uh, they need to deliver upgrades for all of those games. Uh, and, and AJ, I know this is the thing that Miles and I keep going on about, uh, but I don't think I've had a chance for you to chime in on it. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts if Sony upgraded all those for PSVR 2, included adaptive triggers, 4K resolution, whatever, right, analog stick support, um, and then and, and then said, but the PSVR 2 versions are part of your Plus collection, right? So, so maybe like if you already own them, free upgrades, great. But if you're new to VR and you're a Plus subscriber, here, I mean, they gave us, what, 20 AAA games just for buying a PlayStation 5, right? And, and with all the people out there who are like who are who are shitting on PSVR two, saying that five hundred and fifty dollars is way too much money, that they've just priced themselves out of the market, it's it's ridiculous, and there's no way anybody's going to buy it. Does saying, hey, we're giving you like ten remastered PSVR one games, they can team up with third parties, that kind of stuff, like right out of the gate, right? It's like three hundred dollar value. Doesn't doesn't that cut the sting of the price tag a little bit? Saying, hey, we just give you three hundred dollars of free games, you don't even need to buy a game. Uh, to, to start enjoying your PSVR 2 headset? Uh, I think it's a great idea. And it's a, I think it would be a wonderful idea to, to have a, a PS Plus uh, for VR. And, you know, uh, v, VR has seen itself on PlayStation Plus. It's been a PlayStation Plus monthly games, uh, part of that collection. And so there's been a little VR involved with that. Um, stuff like Firewall, I think Rush of Blood. Um, so it's, VR is no stranger to the PlayStation Plus subscription, and I think uh, I think it's a great incentive, um, especially people that enjoy both games. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it would be a, a wonderful idea and a, and a wonderful way to get some people, especially VR users, to sign up. Um, and uh, my my dog is borking in his sleep. He's pork, pork. Um, <laughs> I was like, what's but, uh... borking? But then you made the sound effect, and I was like, that's adorable. It, it's like barking when you're sleeping. So, like, when he's asleep and he has a dream, he doesn't bark. He borks. He goes, bork, bork, bork. Um, <laughs> never, ne- never owned a dog. I don't know anything about thank, this. Thank God for noise canceling. Anyways, uh, the other thing is, you know, obviously, I think what's almost more important, though, uh, is – uh, free upgrades. I, I think all these, you know, I think it would be great for a lot of these to have a free upgrade, even though some of them were free um, in the past. Yeah. This is just, this is just Sony's, all their first party stuff is a great way, no matter how they do it to bolster the lineup. And that's what they need to do. Bolster. It's been like the word of the day around discord recently. Everyone's saying bolster <laughs> just all the time. Doozy cat with the 25 plantains says just up res Omega collection and make it native 120 FPS. I don't need another wipeout. Um, that's, I, I, I really hope they do that for us. Um, because the Omega collection was, I mean, I mean, three full games, right? It was just 
so much content in there for uh, for, for twenty bucks. Um, it'd be great to get that. Uh, but also, uh, it sounds like there's another Wipeout game in the works. And so, if we get both, here's your collection. Get you all excited for a new Wipeout, and then uh, and then deliver a brand new one. It actually takes it like full advantage of the PSVR two. Be amazing too. Wipeout's one of the best looking games on PSVR one. Like. They worked some <laughs> yeah. fucking magic with that shit. It was amazing. Um, it looked incredible. Roller coaster racing, AJ. Yeah, it's and we're due. We're kind of due for a new wipeout. You know that wipeout collection was kind of uh, put together since the PS3 era. I think is when Wipeout Omega came out, um, and they've kind of just reiterated it a little bit here and there. And yeah, so we're we're, we're due for a new wipeout game. It, it's a it's a great great franchise and IP and. Yeah, uh, a next-gen one would be amazing. Um, I would be happy with a remaster as well. AJ, I think I think we need to talk about Beat Saber a little bit, uh, especially when it comes to especially when it comes to this conversation. Uh, it was it was great to see a tweet from them today um, saying that uh, that they've got an update coming. God, is it tomorrow, November eighth? Yeah. Right, and so if you can see the trailer here, um, well, teaser, I guess. Right, you get the blue and red saber, and the and the blue saber chops out the e in beat saber, just makes it s a b r. And I said, what the hell is that? What does that mean? Somebody's got to understand what this means. And everybody was like, Brian, it's the fucking the weekend. The weekend is spelled w e e k n d. They cut out the e, and I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know that. I've never heard a single song by the weekend. AJ, are you a fan? I have no idea who they are. Oh, but perfect. I've probably heard, usually I've like heard one or two songs from like everybody, mm-hmm. but I don't know who they are until like I hear it and I go, oh, that one. Okay. Right. Right. I feel like I, I know a lot of people who like The Weeknd. And so I feel like I'm going to buy this. I didn't buy the Lizzo DLC. That's the first DLC I haven't bought. And it has nothing to do with the performer. It has everything to do with, I haven't played Beat Saber in like two months. And so I'm not going to go buy DLC. Uh, but if, if I'm getting back into Beat Saber, then I'm going to buy the Lizzo DLC. I'm going to buy, uh, this DLC for the weekend. Um, and, and get back into it, man, because I, you know, just a little bit of physical activity goes a long way. Uh, and plus I, I do love Beat Saber so much and it's, I probably given enough of a break where i'm going to be excited to get back to it um but it's a great game a game that it would be a missed opportunity or or uh it would be heartbreaking if it didn't make its way onto psvr2 well aj a great reason to join oh. our Discord is so that you can leave us viewer takeover <laughs> questions. Uh, if, if, if you click the link in the description below, join our Discord, head over to the viewer takeover channel and leave us questions there. Uh, you know, you can always get your question or your comment read on the, uh, on, on the show, uh, by tipping. But if you don't feel like giving us any money, that's fine too. You can leave a question before the show starts and leave it in the viewer takeover uh, channel. As Jay Meow did, he writes hashtag viewer takeover. If Beat Saber doesn't come to PSVR 2, is PSVR 2 doomed? No. <laughs> Easy answer. No, but it is, like I said, you know, that's obviously the most popular VR game probably of all time. Um, everybody knows what it is, and um, it's gotten the some of the most mainstream media attention. Uh, and it is something that, uh, like I said, it would be disappointing if it wasn't even um, – if it didn't make it over there. Uh, and I think um, – yeah. I think it should be on PSVR too. I agree, and and honestly, uh, it, it did. Oculus kind of made it sound like they have this working relationship with Sony. Um, you know, when it comes to uh, when it comes to VR, because uh, they 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 thanked Sony 
for, uh, for working with them to, uh, you know, to get Iron Man VR over to uh, the Quest platform. Uh, and so you've got to figure, it's like, well, what are we getting in return? Like, I mean, obviously they bought camouflage, but Sony owns or Sony. I like where your mind was going because when, when you were, when we were, when you brought this up today, I was like, Oh, this is why Marvel or Iron Man got on the quest. This is probably what they traded. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> owning camouflage is one thing, but like, but you don't just, when you buy camouflage, you don't just automatically get the Iron Man. All right. Let's see here. Yeah, it looks like I'm cutting in and out. Yeah, you are. Yeah. My upload speed is like, my download speed is like one megabit a second. <laughs> it's, so something's going on uh, over here. This is the most I could hear you in a while. Yeah. I couldn't even load. A... Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, somebody says we're back. Okay. Is that true? I don't know. I'm going to give it a second because... People e- are celebrating for something. Even, even if we are back, uh, it's going to take a second here because everything's kind of goofy. Yeah. Uh, so just give it a minute. Everything is goofy. Fucking Worcester, man. They're like, hey, we, we, we won't, we won't put any, we won't, we don't have to worry about sirens this episode, Brian. But your internet's just gonna be completely fucking borked. I love it. Yeah, I was, I was getting, I was laughing so hard at people saying. Bork something. I don't know. Somebody said something that made me laugh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we just have to, we we're just gonna have to be patient. Good? No, we're not good. We just have to be patient. Oh. Because uh, yeah, I'm getting nothing over here, like nothing. Yeah, B Triple says it's five seconds of being back and five seconds of being pork. So <laughs> we'll just be patient. It should it should self correct. We're not out completely, so that's good. But I'll blame it on YouTube. I wish you could blame it on YouTube, man. <laughs> I wish I could. So you can you can see me okay, right? Like the video feed and everything's fine. Yeah, audio's fine. Yeah, it's not freezing. It's not freezing like it was. All right. So at, at least we know we have some kind of stable connection. Beauty here. of live streaming, right? Uh, and, but not the uh, and, but not the beauty of. YouTube suddenly saying excellent connection. Let's see. Uh, let's test. Uh, let's do a speed test. Speed <laughs> test is going to make you slow down again. The speed test is telling me that we do not have an excellent connection, not even slightly. Uh, That's fine. Might have had something go wrong. Might have had somebody cut a cable somewhere. I mean, we're, the fact that we're getting anything is really strange. Uh, yeah. Check in on the chat. Chat's working again. There we go. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, you you and I were actually both frozen on screen for a minute there um, because OBS sucks. It had nothing to do with what we <laughs> with our outage. So people are like, "You guys are frozen." I'm like, "No, no, that that was actually just OBS being stupid." <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, pizza tonight? What, what, what are you doing after the show? <laughs> uh, I make my own pizzas now. It's glorious. You make your um, own pizzas. Are we back? That's I awesome. think. I mean, I don't want to jinx it, but yeah, it seems like we're good to go. Maybe. No, see, it's like every time they say we're back, it's and they're like, "You're not, you're not back." Right. Oh, 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 dude! The speed test is out of control on fire. It looks like we are killing it again. Uh, we are back up and okay. running. All right. All right. Uh, I, so Beat Saber, is what? it coming to PSVR two, Brian? <laughs> so, oh right, I think I was in the middle of uh, I was in the middle of saying that Quest had just gotten Iron Man, uh, and and that the Iron Man IP wouldn't have just come along with the camouflage purchase, and so there had been some agreement between Sony and uh, Oculus at that point, uh, and so. You know, I, I think this. I think the smartest thing they could have done has been like, listen, you can have Iron Man, but we we definitely need Beat Saber next gen. Uh, now, now, AJ, it's but I don't think it's good enough to just have Beat Saber on PSVR two. I think we also need everything to carry over. The, Beat Saber is a prime example of a games as service game, right? Because it's one of those things that you're going to constantly spend money on. We I spent money on it this entire generation. I probably got God, I don't even know how much money or how many packs I bought. Easily a hundred dollars a DLC, if not more. And next gen, I mean, I'm assuming there's going to be easily another hundred or two hundred dollars of DLC. We're going to have Beat Saber right from day one, hopefully. And beat the Beat Saber team is getting bigger and bigger, and that means we're going to get more DLC, more varied DLC. We're going to get hopefully a lot of the shit we've been asking for for a long time. Um, hopefully, you get some metal packs for yourself. I get some emo packs for myself. The cats out there can have jazz or whatever the fuck else they want. Uh, Jamie Meow can get the Persona 5 soundtrack. Who the fuck knows, right? But but it's basically, it, it's a small price for them to pay to say, keep giving us money because there's all of these other cats out there like Synth, Synth Riders and whoever else, Otica could make a comeback, you never know, that want a piece of Beat Saber's pie. And so if Be- Beat Saber will keep us on the hook as long as they give us the upgrade for free and carry the DLC over for free. But if they don't do that, so many people are going to say, you know what? I'm not willing to spend all that money again. I'm not, I'm not coming along for the ride this gen. Yeah. I will say the fact that we've only seen pistol whip announced, uh, which is also going to get a free upgrade as well. And mm-hmm. some enhancements um, does have me a little worried because it's like, yeah, you're talking about other, other games want a piece of that uh, rhythm game pie. And Pistol Whip is, I think, the only one front and center right now. So yeah. um, obviously still early, but um, yeah, I think that is a little bit of a cause for concern. Well, I, what I've been saying is everybody's worried until they're not, right? Because be, and, and there's sure. and there's obviously reason to be worried now, but 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 honestly, there's so much more that's going to be revealed before PSVR two even gets here, and I and we right. haven't even had an actual showcase yet or an actual PSVR two event yet. And Beat Saber, as you've already said, one of the best selling VR games of all time, that would be something that Sony would want on their stage. And so the fact that it hasn't been mentioned yet just gives me more uh, more belief that an event like that is on its way. So. And again, Resident Evil 4, right? We're all just fucking chomping at the bibbing. What's going on with Resident Evil 4? Like, what is the VR content? You'd mentioned it and then never said it again. And like, again, that would be something for a Sony stage. That's not something you put on a blog post. Although, yeah, let's. 
<laughs> well, don't mention the P word. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think when it comes to Resident Evil Four, I think uh, we gotta let the dust settle from from Village and PSVR Two, and um, let let the dust settle just a little bit. Uh, and then, you know, once uh, the dust settles from Resident Evil 4 Remake's launch, because we don't know if that content, that PSVR 2 content, is going to be around launch either. Probably not, I would say. Um, they'll probably do a similar thing. Maybe maybe even... I, I still think uh, Resident Evil 4 would make a great October reveal or uh, release. I mean, um, yeah. In spirit of Halloween stuff, spooky I, season. I agree. Uh, Old Darth, a cat nipping game cat, great name by the way, says, "What's going on with Gran Turismo Seven? Again, another thing great for a Sony stage, right? So many non-believers out there. I see right in the chat. You know, you know how many times I've heard yeah, so many non-believers, right? But but again, the the thing's not out yet. We have we don't even know the launch lineup yet. You can be a non-believer, man, but but make sure you come back uh, once all the cards are on the table and say." All right, I believe now. Right now, now that now that we've been shown, we don't we don't know the launch lineup. We don't know we don't know what's on the roadmap. Right, that hasn't been announced yet. There's so much shit in the works. Um, yeah, and, and set- sometimes we follow things. I mean, games take years to make, and sometimes we we get a hint or know something a little too early, and so you know we're expecting like, why haven't they announced it yet? Right. And it's just there's a completely the the. The reality is there's just something we're just way ahead of the game a little bit. And but Gran Turismo, again, is absolutely something I believe is going to be get uh, PSVR 2 support. Um, I did see actually a little bit of, of movement on that, but not much. We um, somebody did spot um, some code for the for VR in the showcase. Um, however, we already know that uh, they've been demoing gran turismo's cafe um on like an 8k yeah you know 8k uh heads like thing that they're talking about or some is sony sony does r&d stuff like years and years ahead of time so um but really when it comes to gran turismo 7 to answer your question there i mean kazanori amauchi has mentioned himself countless times years ago he hasn't since the launch but um years ago mentioned that he actually believes the greatest leap uh in um that the ps5 is going to have for for gran turismo series is vr so um yeah it'll definitely happen yeah dude sony believes in vr sony believes in psvr too like we are i think everyone's going to be really really surprised when they see when they see what's coming um and i and i and i hope that i'm surprised as well right I, we we know a few things that haven't been announced but we don't we don't know most of the things that haven't been announced so uh it's a good. lot of the first party stuff is is what we don't know because sony's really good at protecting the first party stuff but um uh, i mean they've gotten better about other stuff too but yeah grizzly bear king with the five dollar tip says there's a decent amount of sony music license songs in beat saber it would be weird not to be on psvr too dude Sony is such a big corporation, like the Sony Movies Department, Sony Movies BRs, the PlayStation Department uh, division. It's so. What, what was the Zombie Zombie Land game, Headshot Fever or whatever? That was like yeah, it's Sony a, Pictures Virtual Reality. Sony Pictures Virtual Reality literally never came to PlayStation VR. I mean, I'm sure it's coming to PSVR too, right? But like, but how that that game was not uh, 
technically uh, incapable of running on PSVR one, right? It was very basic looking. Uh, it was originally planned. It was originally planned to come to PSVR. It just changed, right? So, so basically, it's like just you know, and then and then of course, uh, Ghostbusters VR, another Sony IP, uh, got you know announced for for Quest first, and we were like, what the hell is happening with this? This is ridiculous. And so it it's very strange that the, the different divisions of Sony don't seem to care about the success of the other divisions of Sony. Uh, it just doesn't seem to work like that. They actually do operate as like independent uh, corporations, but. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens, man. AJ, we got to get to we got to get to the, the the core of the show here. Uh, we the headline of the show is five things you didn't know about PSVR two. Now, if you've all been paying attention, this show this show is really for for people who uh, maybe haven't been paying attention. Is maybe some of the reading some of the finer details, right? Because a lot of the hardcore game cats out there are dude. They've got their they've got their thing they've got their thumb on the pulse, finger on the pulse, finger on the button whatever it's whatever it is right but but the, but they're fucking hardcore about reading into like literally every single description on every single game and investigating the playstation store and and just kind of dissecting everything right so some of the hardcore game cats out there are like even more hardcore about this shit than like i am right and they're like did you see this did you see this did you see this and it's like so it was it was finally time to put all this stuff together so some of you cats out there might know the stuff we're talking about but we're guessing that quite a few of you do not so uh, let's let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. Uh, if if you haven't been paying close attention, then you may you may have missed our stream uh, where we talked about the cable. Uh, one of the big complaints about uh, PlayStation VR one uh, wasn't the cable itself; it was that the uh... <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Bork Angel Three. <laughs> Very what, seldom, what? very seldom does a tip stop me in my tracks <laughs> and just make me forget everything I'm thinking. <laughs> Borg Angel 3, thank you, Dark Angel. It's a 650 tip. It says, woof, <laughs> choo-choo. Thank you for starting the tip train. We love you so much. They're making fun of you, Rock. I think, make, he doesn't I think you're He's making fun of Rock. And we're just <laughs> we're just going along for the ride. We're all making fun of you, Rock. Where's the Rock Cam? We need the Rock Cam. I need a Tornado Cam and a Rock Cam. Yeah. Uh, you only have access to see his butt <laughs> behind the chair you just see a pair of legs it's, it's not flattering it's not a flattering <laughs> angle <laughs> uh so the cable the cable uh on psvr1 was an issue and not because it was attached to the headset um luckily we're getting rid of the breakout box so that is an improvement but it's but the problem is is that some people their headset was fine and then their cat or their dog or their lawnmower or whatever else accidentally cut through the cable uh, chewed through it, whatever, or or it got or it got uh, kind of tangled up, right? And, and if you tangle up wires too tightly, uh, the connections inside of them can break. Uh, and so, some people had a perfectly working headset, but then the cable itself broke, and they had to get a brand new headset. There was no way to f- get to have that fixed. So the first thing to note is that this cable, 15 feet long, and most importantly, AJ, detachable. Yeah, that's going to be. A great way and it's not it's not i'm guessing it's not detachable in a way like it's kind of easy to detach i think it's a way like hey should you get like should your cable get cut or broken or damaged there is a way that you can replace it and i and i feel like you know it's not but i don't think it's like a correct me if i'm wrong but i don't think it's like a quick and easy detachable thing 
it's it's just like oh there's a way to detach it if you need to replace it yeah it seems like it's just above just above uh like you know close to your forehead it kind of plugs into uh just above the display uh and so but it but it still it still is wired through the plastic of the headset and comes out in the same same general vicinity and so what you're what you're dealing with is there's no way it's going to accidentally come unplugged you'd have to manually pull that out and then kind of like pull the whole thing through the headset um yeah now what's interesting about this aj is that uh is that sony hasn't even mentioned this yet this has like this this is something that a lot of the cats out there were excited about and happy about but at the same time uh but it came from us it didn't come from sony why why would sony not tell us this why 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 would they be kind of holding this back and, and saying and, and not revealing something that would make a lot of psvr1 owners happy about their psvr2 purchase i think it's a little too in the weeds i think they're still just kind of getting to basic stuff i mean you know people aren't gonna yes it's kind of a cool thing but um i think it comes later i think it's something it's not necessarily something that's really super marketable i would say um, but it is one of those things that we'll probably hear later on in a in a pl- PlayStation podcast or something that's in the small print in the in the a PlayStation blog or website or something like that. But yeah, I don't think um, I don't think it's supposed to be some kind of big feature. It's more just a convenient d- design choice. Uh, do you think? Uh, do you think? This gives any credibility to the thought that maybe there's a Mark Cerny tech talk coming, uh, where he kind of does like a tech breakdown, uh, where because there's there's things like this that should be said, uh, and and it would be one. Of, it, it doesn't need its own blog post. It doesn't need its own breaking news report. It doesn't right. It's, but it's something that people should know. And I feel like it, during a, a tech breakdown, people would be like, "Oh, that's really nice that you can just unplug that. That's really cool. Thanks, Mark Cerny, for showing us that." It'd be like either in Hideaki Nishino. Um, doing a little thing it's like remember when yeah i mean it i guess if you the closest comparison you have is when the with the ps5 they showed how you could open it up and clean it clean it and um you know it was like easy to clean and and take apart replace things in it install things they might have a couple like tech tips kind of videos like that but um but yeah i I just think that there's other things you don't really want to focus on hey if something happens to the they they probably don't want to talk about the cable at all because that's literally like one of the things that the mainstream audience uh and the hardcore uh like tech crowd um criticize the most is that it even even though it's just one cable and most people we know you know most people aren't going to really care um it is a very marketable thing saying it's wireless i mean that's basically all quest 2 goes around saying is it's wireless it's wireless they don't they don't really say like a lot else um because it is something that they have that is a, a plus so wireless what the, the thing is that wireless is good um but you know as we know it requires some extra investing to get it to be able to last long the the base wireless right now is like two hours long and it's sucks so it's good if you invest into it a little bit more. Right. The, the other thing about this being, and, it's, and I just have to say, give a shout out to the chat because you guys are awesome. <laughs> Be dribble in the chat doing God's work. This is Mark Cerny Tech Talk, a perfect place to announce NAC 3 VR. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Our, in red, our, our, our ever optimist in the chat today says it would have, be, it would have happened already. I feel uh, we're close to launch, too close to launch for anything now. 
I completely disagree, Red. Uh, I feel like Sony hasn't even begun ramping up their PSVR 2 uh, hype. This is we have we haven't really seen much in the way of videos, uh, and, and I think that we're going to get bombarded with videos, whether it be these tech talks, whether it be PSVR 2 events, whether it be more game reveals. Uh, we I think we're just getting the ball rolling. Sony get the kind of the the kind of crappy stuff out of the way, being like, oh, there's going to be these Quest ports or these PC VR ports, and there's going to be these PSVR 1, you know, upgrades, and, and oh, the price isn't, you know, maybe what you were hoping for it to be. They were kind of quiet about all that, doing it on a blog post. But now with that out of the way, they can really get to the exciting stuff and be like, okay, now you know the details, you've dealt with it, you, you've, you've decided whether you're buying it or not. Now, for all those who are still on the fence, let's push you over. Well, that kind of is a good segue into the second thing. <laughs> oh, what's the second thing, AJ? The second thing you have here is that Sony's not done showing this thing off. Nice. That that is a great segue, AJ. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think whether um, you know, I don't. I'm not really expecting all of of you know. I don't know. I'm I'm expecting a little similarity uh, with with the way that they marketed PSVR the first time around. Um, but I do think that there's still a lot going on behind the scenes that we have not yet seen. I don't know how they're going to present it. Um, but what I do know is that there is going to be some major announcements. Um, and because we don't, you know, we, we know, we, we don't even really know what the full launch lineup is yet. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we still have to see a little bit of what the launch lineup is. There's a very good possibility. I mean, this thing, pre-orders go live in eight days. Um, the thing comes out in 107 days. So uh, they definitely have a little bit more work to do If um, unless they just don't care about selling it. Um, they certainly need to do a little bit more. And not only sh get us excited for launch, but get us excited for the future as well. If there's a game, I I'm okay. I want to see what's coming 2023 and 2024 and hell, even give me a teaser for 2025. Um, Please, for the love like of that. God, for the love of God, don't <laughs> you, do that. <laughs> you don't like that? Dude, I, I would, I mean, at least 2024 or something, but. I mean, like, I, I don't think, I don't think they need to kind of shoot themselves in the foot that way. I, I think that Sony learned a hard lesson years ago when they, when they revealed every game that they were working on. They were just killing it, man. They were at PAX. They were at Tokyo Game Show. They were at GDC. They were at uh, Paris Games Week. They were everywhere. They were doing every single event. And at every single event, they were like showing something new. And then they were like, oh, fuck, we don't have anything to reveal for like three more years and sony went kind of dark after that and uh and so it was really amazing but it but then well, but but, well, then, but then it was a disaster for them eventually from a pr standpoint so i would much rather the difference than just is, though, tell it tell us what's coming between now and like holiday 2023 like give us an idea of what you expect over the next year but but keep your secrets man keep your secrets I mean, look, the difference is, is that they had these events that they would attend E3, the PlayStation experience that they had to have materials to show during those to get people psyched up. Um, now they control the timing of when they want to do releases, yeah. when they want to do showcases. They're no longer constrained to showing things at these showcases. So um, they can really do whatever they want. And mind you, 
despite yes those being those announcements being kind of early they also kind of led to the downfall of the events because it's like oh you're showing more stuff that we already showed call somebody bring out flute guy we'll bring out flute guy <laughs> right. um uh that being said um you know playstation 4 was very successful so um yeah while while those things are not uh, you know while some people don't like stuff being announced too early uh it's they i personally i feel like it's proven that it does work and does you know people say oh you know i want to get it for this and then you know and then we got this coming you know something to get excited for yeah i want to see what's coming you know i want to see like yeah i want to see what's at launch and i want to see what i can look forward to as well i want to if if gran turismo 7 uh, isn't coming at launch i want to hear that it's coming 2024 or something Shades of Grey Matter in the chat says, I'm inclined to agree with AJ, which means I've done something completely wrong here, AJ. Uh, <laughs> they need to convince people that there are, uh, is going to be a lot of PSVR 2 games over in the long term. Yeah. Right. And I, but and there's going to be support. But I agree, I agree with that. But I also think there's going to be so much over the next year. Uh, the launch year is going to be really packed with games. I think we're going to see a lot more than people expect. And so to the point where they don't have to show more than they have to show. Uh, so I, 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 well, I do at this time they do because even with great looking games like Switchback, um, Crossfire, these have all stated these. They haven't said these are launch games. They said these are coming twenty twenty three. Um, so th- to me, these no, are Switch, the games. Switchback's a launch title. Oh, I'm sorry, not Switchback. Yeah, Crossfire and stuff. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, yeah, Switchback is a launch title. Um, but yeah, the, a lot of the announcements we're going to be seeing are these 2023 games at first. Um, but you know, if there's something big, it if the bigger it is, the 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 further away it can be, and it'd be okay, I think. Yeah, this is, I, I think hybrid, hybrid games are going to do it for us, man. I think we're we're certainly going to see a handful of hybrid games soon. Uh, because that's what people want, man. That's what people want. They're like, "Where's Grand Theft Auto VR?" It's like that is what people want, man. Um, the reason being is that they're full length console quality, you know, games. Yeah. That would be amazing in first person VR. Uh, so listen, the, 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 we kind of got off, uh, got off track a little bit here. Um, but, but, but what I've got up on screen is the Unreal Fest West uh, 2022, which is happening later this month in Japan. Uh, and they're showing off PlayStation VR too. You, uh, participants, people who are showing up at the show are, uh, you get to buy tickets, uh, and, and, and register for it. But if you, but they're going to be able to play fifteen minute a fifteen minute demo of Horizon Call of the Mountain. This again, this is them just getting started. Uh, like here we are getting closer to launch. This is happening uh, November nineteenth, which is after pre orders go live, right? Um, yes, pre orders go live November fifteenth. So, so again, like we are maybe we'll see an event before pre orders. Maybe we'll see an event after pre orders go live. I, I don't think Sony's too concerned about. Um, you know, making sure that there's an event before pre-orders go live or kicking off uh, pre-orders with an event, that kind of thing. They just want to make sure that between now and the launch, they've got the messaging out there and that it's clear. And so that people will, you know, be buying this thing when it comes out, whether they pre-order it or buy it on day one. I could see them holding off a little bit longer because right now they're doing closed pre-orders. I think they have to show something of substance by the time the open pre-orders where anybody, you know, where the quickest get it, um, get get in uh, first come first serve style. I feel like that's where they really need to strike the hardest. Yeah. Um, the 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 stuff right now is very closed. 
it, it almost feels like it could backfire a little bit, kind of rub it into those that didn't get an invite. Um, and it, it could send a little bit of the, you know, could rub some people the wrong way, but, um, yeah. at some point either, you know, either open pre-orders and then of course around launch, I think, um, I think at some point it's going to start really picking up, but you know, I just don't want to jump the gun and think it's going to be too soon because we always, it seems like we're always on the right track, but we're way early. Yeah. Uh, Shades of Grey Matter, uh, speaking of being early, says, uh, still haven't heard anything about any hybrid games beyond Resident Evil 8 and existing hybrids like No Man's Sky. I hope we hear more soon. Agreed. So again, just like the cable not being, uh, just like the cable being detachable, Sony not talking about that, Sony has never yet, uh, despite everything they've said about PSVR 2, have never yet said the word hybrid. Um, that, that word came from us. That word came from us directly from uh, the Sony Developer Summit. Uh, so it was a word Sony used. It was a definition that Sony uh, defined for us. Uh, and then, and then they have never said it publicly. Uh, and so it, to me that again, that feels like they're really holding back stuff because whether they use the term publicly or not, uh, they have not shown us a lot of hybrid games. And when we know full well that that is a tentpole of PSVR two hybrid games and full length games, triple A experiences that feel built from the ground up for VR. And then there's two things I could tell you here. It's either that they're holding on to them, or again, I don't mean to sound like a broken record, it's just really early when it applies to that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think for I think for a lot of studios it is really early. Like some just getting getting the ball rolling on that. But oh you know, but right. but there's just as many who who have known about this for a long time. And also it's yep. it. it I'm not actually, I don't want to say anything else. <laughs> I was like, how do I say this without saying what I want to say? I'm just going to not say it. Um, okay. So let's get a couple tips out of the way before we move on to number three. Uh, Dutch DJ with the six euro says nothing, but we love you very much. Thank you for even being silent. Kawa04, uh, now the lazy game cat with the 30 plantains saying still awake. Uh, Happy belated birthday once again. You get a double birthday. You get a, a prime time birthday shout out, Kawa. Right. It's way better getting an actual birthday shout out uh, when we're not sitting there um, on the title screen. It's nice. <laughs> uh, we also got uh, all you are is borking. Yes. With the two euros says choo choo uh, tip train. Thank you so much. Uh, guys. Yeah, y'all really took that and ran with it. I love it, man. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a slow day, AJ. <laughs> um, uh so, dude, the next one is kind of interesting. Uh, something that yep. something I don't know if I expected, but also that requires a little bit of explanation here. Uh, some games on PSVR 2 are going to require room scale. Okay, let's back up a little bit. Yeah. The, the PS5 or PlayStation VR 2 is officially live on, on the PlayStation Store on PS5 mm -hmm. and on the website. Um, and in the midst of this, of course, like we've, like we've always done, we like to go and look at, you know, what's, what's there. Sometimes there's, um, a little bit more to be learned. One of the things we have now learned is that, uh, some of the games have three different modes listed, uh, under the games where you can play them sitting, you can play them standing. And then what you just mentioned now, this is something that was not on PlayStation VR, uh, at least as a feature <laughs> intentionally. Uh, but there is a room scale mode now with PlayStation VR, because now that we don't have an external camera, um, we have a little bit more freedom to move around. 
AJ. Yes. I think room scale means different things to different people. I think, I think a lot of the, 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 you know, some, some people took their, their quest, uh, and they went into like a gigantic football field where they could run pretty much in any direction as far as they wanted to go with the quest headset on and not have to worry too much about running into anything. Uh, and for some people that is room scale. Some, for some people not having to use the analog stick to move around and just being able to walk freely, that is room scale. To me, that is not room scale. That is, that is something that is just never going to become mainstream. That is just never going to be a thing because no one has a football field in their backyard. Um, or at least most people don't have a football field in their backyard. Uh, and so it's, no one's going to wait to play games without analog sticks or, or, and, and just be able to freely walk around. You know, T for God is the one of the only examples I can think of that you can set up a small play space and just constantly walk around. But that's the gimmick that makes that game work. No other game is going to be able to u- utilize that without just being like, man, this is a T for God ripoff. Um, yeah, there was another one, um, like Ancient Dungeon or something. They look a little bit like Indiana Jones or something. It but, looks great. But as but it failed yeah, because it, no one has room to play that shit. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, no, it's it's absolutely true. It is um well I think it's an okay feature and everything. Yeah, like you said. I don't personally like walking around my room. Uh I like to know that I'm safe in one spot, that I'm not gonna fall out my window or or run into something or break something. I know there's a lot of debate over this. Um but I'm personally totally fine with joysticks for movement and then just any physical, you know, physical movement, but, but like I kind of staying in place. Right. Um, I get the appeal, but it's just, again, it doesn't make a great game um, most of the time. Well, or, or like, no, I, I said that wrong. It doesn't, it doesn't automatically make a bad game good. Let's just put it that way. Well, like it's more of a feature. I think that, uh, I, and I think the thing we have to remember with PSVR 2 is that we are tethered to a console. Even with a 15 foot cable, we're still tethered yeah. to a console. We're not walking into other rooms. We're not walking, you know, 30 feet away from our, con- no, we are, we are still playing in a general, uh, small, generally small space. And I, th- I think that most people who are PlayStation VR gamers are very much living room gamers, right? It's, we're, we're like, okay, the space, whatever space we have available in our living room, is the amount of space that we have for VR. We know, very, very few of us have dedicated VR rooms. I know that some of you do, and I'm very happy for you, but that is not the majority. And so I I think that mo- any, any developer making a PSVR 2 game that requires room scale is going to be fully aware that A, we're tethered to a console, B, we don't have the room that, that a football field would require. And so I think when we see a description on the PlayStation store that says room scale required. It's going to be very much like you need to be able to walk two feet in that direction and two feet in that direction. Like this requires just a little bit more space than your, than your typical game, but it's still very much going to be living room VR for us. I think it's still, yeah, I, no one's going to, no one's going to keep us from playing those games. No developing I totally the right screwed up. Sorry. I totally screwed up the point I was trying to make, but no, I totally agree with you that if anything, people are more interested in VR games that require less space. Like you, you constantly see that. Um, and it's just, it, and it's just what people have, uh, 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 access to. Um, it's really what it's about. And like you said, 
even if you can use utilize more space, you're still tethered to the headset. Um, when I've played other VR headsets like the Quest Two um, for science, uh, I still guess where I played it. The exact same spot where I played my PS uh, VR, um, except for in bed. You can play Demio in bed, and that's kind of nice. But that's it. <laughs> How long? You, I can't do that forever. Um, crap. Do you know where? Do you know where the FAQ page is? Do you have a link to that? Because I'm just trying to find it on the fly here. I didn't have it ready. Um, Which one? Because there's actually two of them for the for the PS VR two. Hold on a second. Oh, here it is. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the one on the PlayStation, PlayStation.com. Uh, this seems to be kind of outdated. It doesn't seem to have all the stuff that I was looking for. So it must be the other one. Hmm. Uh, well, so a good segue, I think, into our next one is actually coming of, comes from uh, a comment in the chat. From Bad Robo, who says the question is whether there will be games that will be able to use DualSense for PSVR 2. And AJ, in the FAQ somewhere that I cannot bring up on screen right now because I have no idea where it is, uh, <laughs> Sony has indeed said that there will be games that support the DualSense. Um, yeah, yeah. There was, a, there was a frequently asked question about can you use the PS4 hardware with the PSVR 2 um, and it basically said, no, you can't use the moves, but it did kind of confirm that, uh, the dual sense can actually be supported, uh, by PlayStation VR two, which you know what that means, Brian? Astrobot remaster. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, so I, I think, you know, we got, we got into a kind of a, a kind of sketchy situation with PSVR one because, Obviously, everyone, and, and, and actually, I couldn't believe to find out that this wasn't totally true. I was going to say, everyone who had PSVR 1 had a DualShock 4. Shockingly, that wasn't actually the case. Some people bought their, you know, console used, didn't come with a controller. They bought their, they bought their headset and they, they didn't have a DualShock, which is crazy. But so there were actually people out there who didn't have a DualShock. A lot of people didn't have move controllers because as soon as we found out we were getting the move controllers were going to have a second life and be used on PSVR, uh, used on PSVR, those they shot up in price, right? And then even the officially branded PlayStation ones, you know, the new ones you get in stores were like a hundred bucks for a pair. So they got expensive. And and for people who are like buying twenty dollar games, you're like, well, I could buy five twenty dollar games or move controllers. So a lot of people never got around to using the move controllers. Then we had the aim controller, which was an amazing controller, but then like even fewer games supported that. So you're like, well, am I gonna buy an aim controller that you know that I'm gonna play just with Firewall and Arizona Sunshine and Farpoint? Oh. Like it the answer is you should have because it was amazing, but but it also means that now we have three control schemes. So here we are with PlayStation VR 2, AJ, and in, in my head, I was like, well, every single headset, this is factual <laughs> because we've seen it now, um, every single headset comes with a pair of sense controllers. They're in the box. So why wouldn't every single game use the sense controllers? Do you think, AJ, <laughs> that... Uh, that every game will use the sense controllers, but some games will also support the dual sense. Or do you think some games out there will just support the dual sense and not use the sense controllers? Uh, <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I think the majority of the focus is definitely going to be with the orbs uh, because that's really what it's about is showing off the new features 
um, the new tracking, the, the you know. Um, but we could see, like I said, what I like about this theory, uh, what I like about them at least confirming is that, like, I'm okay with some options. And, and also this gives us a way to be able to have a game like Static, like Astrobot 2 uh, remastered and playable um, with the asterisk that, hey, you have to only be able to play this with the dual sense. It only works with the dual sense. Here's the thing, though, man. I'll be honest with you. I love options. I've always preached options, options, options. I think it, I think it worked really great for the PSVR first gen that was kind of the Wild West yep. and experimental. But it got a little out of hand. I mean, you have three consoles for one headset: a PS4, a PS4 Pro, and a PS5. Mm-hmm. You have three different controller types for the thing. You have Dual Sense. I mean, I'm sorry, Dual Shock Four, uh, Move Controllers, Aim Controller, um, 3D Rudder. Uh, I mean, technically, technically, even beyond that. And I think, I think you want to try to keep it all together as much as possible. I do think that there is room for for some, you know, accessories, things like that. Um, but I do think you want to make sure it doesn't get too out of hand as well. Um, but what was your question again? <laughs> this is this is how Gamescast usually goes. <laughs> do, do, uh, it's, do, a lot, it's a lot to process. No, it is. It is. This is this is this this whole, this could have been an entire episode right here on uh, on Gamescast. Um, <clears throat> do you do you think that there'll be games that support the DualSense controller but not the Sense controllers? Like, so if there's a new Astro game, which would be perfect for the DualSense, right? Because platformers just feel good with a con- like a solid one piece controller. I had this argument with Jamie last night <laughs> where yeah, we were talking in. about an, an Astrobot 2. Would we want it to be uh, a DualSense game or would we want it? And to me personally, like, yeah, uh, the way I stand is I would want the remaster of the first game yeah. to use the DualSense because that's what it was designed for the DualShock 4. It's very similar. Um, but for a new game, I think it's a missed opportunity for – using the the new sense controllers like like controlling astro down a path yes i like the way platformers feel with the gamepad i do but i also would love to control astro down a path shoot a bow and arrow and and clear debris or or hit a target that reveals a, a platform that he can jump to and then control him there um or or manipulating the environment getting i feel like that would add to the immersion personally i would am all for the orbs but um, I w- I would be very surprised if there's games that it's like dual shock or dual sense only. Um, I'd be pretty surprised to be honest, unless an Astro remaster. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, and there's there's no, I don't think there's any reason to make it dual sense only. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm it, it all depends on the gameplay. You describe some interesting scenarios uh, with an Astrobot Rescue Mission Two uh, that could actually take advantage of things that PlayStation VR One wasn't technically capable of. Um, so, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. I I I do hope I do hope we have the options. Uh, it would be really nice, you know, when you think about something like you know Gran Turismo, when you think about something like Wipeout, it would be great to have the option to use the sense controllers, reach out and grab the steering wheel, you know, do. Uh, Man, uh, manual shifting, whatever else it is, right? Turning with your it hands. It works, man. It works. Yeah, it works. It even worked I in mean, No Man's Sky with move controllers, right? 
Yeah, and but it, but it, I mean, it, the funny thing is that dual sense would work in some situations as well. I mean, Mike Kelly here says, but sometimes I just want to chill in VR with a dual shock or dual sense. Yep. That's true. I mean, you know, sometimes it's just being in VR and you can still have a a fun experience um, and and play a fun game. And it is a PlayStation ecosystem where. Everyone's used to using a controller. It's a little bit more familiar. It, it might be easier for some people to play. It's also less strenuous. Yeah. Um, so there, are, there's. I think that there's very big advantages and uh, to both, really. Yeah, I mean, I'm torn on it, right? Because when if you go back far enough and without parole history, you will hear me say the words, "I'm a gamer. I just want to sit on my couch with a controller and play and play games." In that. And that was in reference to Resident Evil 7. Like, I I was very happy sitting on my couch and just being in VR, but still using a controller. Things have changed for me personally, right? Like, I want to be in the game as much as possible. Yes, I think that game's amazing. And yes, I think that, you know, it, they did an amazing job working with what they had. But that game would have been the ultimate PSVR game if they had given it move support. And so I've changed over the years and, and I, and some people have, and some people haven't. Uh, and so I totally do understand where people are coming from when they say, Hey, I just want to fucking sit on a couch and play a VR game. I don't need to be waving my arms. I, I could just sit there with a controller and be very happy. Giving people the option, uh, I think would be great. Um, so we'll see what happens. I don't, the big question I think is like how much, uh, how much movement, uh, how much tracking are we going to get out of the dual sense controller itself? Right? Like the, the sense controllers are fully tracked. The dual sense, like, I mean, it's got the, so it has it's got to the rely little, on the, the gyroscopes and, well, and, and it's got the little light bar on it too. It's like, uh, is this thing going to be able to track that light sensor? I mean, it's just a different kind of light. It's IR or regular. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's a regular light, so it just doesn't seem like it would, but who knows? Maybe there's another way to track it. Who knows? So we'll, we'll see. I just I just hope that trying to support the dual sense controller doesn't hold back any games, right? Um, right. You know, give it, give us, give us everything we want. Yeah, yeah. Like when, when you know, if if uh, if Hitman gets remastered and is on the dual sense and not the orbs, like that's gonna that's gonna be shitty. I don't want to fucking you know talk I mean? about that. That that's that's like worst case <laughs> scenario for PSVR two. Yeah, right? that's the danger there. It's like, yes, I agree, I wanna chill sometimes with the controller. But then there's also where like this game should have had move support. You know what yeah. I mean? That's because that's the experience that really the more you can set yourself apart from uh regular gaming or just at least make VR that's what makes VR unique and special, I think. Yeah, I, and I apologize for not knowing who this was in the chat that said it, but somebody said I just want to play Horizon Forbidden West in VR and use my like third person and use my head as the camera, right? And so, dude, yeah, I totally agree with that statement too, right? I do want to play all of these AAA flat screen games in VR, right? And and it's fine if it's third person. It's fine if I'm using the dual dual sense controller. That's a whole other way to to play uh, VR games, and that would be a super chill way to play uh, Horizon. Um, and probably the only way to get me to actually play the, you know, the most recent flat screen forbidden West. <sighs> oh dude, we need to, Oh, Mike Kelly. Thank you. That, that was him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. What's up? What's our next one? The next one, um, is that the effective IPD oh, yeah. can actually be bigger. Than 110 degrees. Right. This is actually this. Is, this one came to us from Jamie Yao, who's, uh, who's who, uh, who I was talking to before Gamescast started. Uh, and the interesting thing about IPD measurements is that it's it's sort of all relative, right? Because 
because it, it really does depend on uh, on how close you can get these lenses to your eyes. And the fact that the, the PSVR 2 will be adjustable and you can push these lenses closer to your eyes. Uh, I, I see that uh, Lemon Lime Lukey in the chat is worried that we're all going to destroy our eyes playing VR. And so <laughs> Lemon Lime Lukey, you may not want to put the lenses as close to your eyes as I'm going to put them to mine because my my eyeballs are going to be touching those lenses. <laughs> <laughs> you're like i want to see as much as i can i don't care if my vision goes um and i'm pretty sure that my vision's deteriorated over the last six years so i don't think he's in the wrong aj i think we've been warned our whole life not to sit too close to the tv and for six years straight i sat as close to the tv as you possibly could me, and i don't know i don't know how i passed my last uh eye, eye test for my license i have no idea how i passed it. i couldn't see any of those letters so uh so be careful don't play as much VR as I play and certainly <laughs> do it in smaller bursts. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so you, so, so it's, it was interesting, AJ, I think when, when they first announced the 110 FOV, uh, for PlayStation VR two, because people are like, Oh, 110 is not next gen. That's not, you know, uh, we needed at least 120. And I was like, well, you've never even played a headset with 110 degrees FOV. Did, like, did people how, actually complain about that? Dude. I don't remember that. So, okay, so let's let's take a trip down memory lane, right? Uh, PSVR one had 100 FOV, and and I believe Quest two has 90 like, FOV. And so, so, right. so a majority of gamers out there who are playing on the Quest two right now and thinking like Quest two is fantastic. This is a huge upgrade this is like a, over a 20 percent upgrade from from what you're playing right now uh and it's it, it that's in and that's amazing to me i, I think i think and and on top of that with the adjustable lenses and being able to bring them closer to your eyes you're going to get a higher ipd than 110 degrees and so really I, i'm i'm curious to see did people People who know more about this stuff than I do have told me it's a case of diminishing returns, right? You can get these these higher FOVs with these wider lenses and all of that, but then it distorts around the outside. It costs way more money, right? This is this this seems like the perfect happy medium for the technology we have right now. Uh, so I I think that this might be perfect. So 110, I mean, great, but also it's actually going to be higher than that with the adjustable lenses. Yeah, I've never had a problem with the PSVR the way it fits. I've always thought, you know, I, I, of course, am happy to to welcome a, a ten degree increase. Um, but even on the Quest Two, um, I will say, like, like it doesn't. The thing is, yes, the Quest Two has like, like every time I put it on, there's like a giant gaping hole um, down there. But even that, uh, at the much lower um thing has never really like it's never affected my experience really i've never been like oh i just can't play this because it's the the ip or the um what is it the ipd or whatever is too small or yeah. um the the um field of view is too small but but i've always you know i've been pretty happy with psvr there's you with psvr you see like a little bit of black around the eyes but then this being an increase um yeah it'll it'll be a lot better yeah, agreed. Uh, B Triple in the chat says, I like wide FOVs. Human sight is the most sensitive to motion, uh, not clarity in the periphery. So it makes a huge difference, I think. I think I, I agree with you. Um, I, 
I, I, I can't stop thinking. You, you, you said when you're playing Quest, you look down and see a gaping hole, and I, and I just can't stop thinking about that, AJ. Uh, it's, that, that's, I'm going to be laying in bed tonight. Yes! I'm going to be laying in bed thinking about you looking down and seeing a gaping <laughs> hole. I mean, this is one that's not going to escape my mind for a little while. But, but when I play Quest, I do see the edges of my vision. Like it, it, to me, it feels like I'm wearing goggles, right? Like I'm actually wearing some kind of, some kind of actual goggles and with with a limited view right to to me when you go from 100 to 90 it it affects me just enough where it doesn't ruin the gameplay experience but it's noticeable right and so in in 100 seems like it was fine for me and so 110 i'm going to be really happy with moving a lot closer going to be even happier it's going to be fine 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 um Brian, should we should we tell everybody that we lied to them oh sure we can do that that we that we didn't actually have five facts oh sure oh yeah that we had that we had six facts. Boom. <laughs> what's, what's fact number six, AJ? I, I don't think I'm prepared for this. Um, so we had uh, we were looking at um, some things. or I was just hanging out with the cats in the Discord, as you should always join our Discord, because it's the coolest place to be. Sure. Um, and we were having a little bit of a discussion. Uh, Rypop notices. I, I posted a picture of the new charging dock. I don't know if you have a picture uh, readily available. Um, but when you look, they have actually shown a picture of the new charging dock uh, on the website, and they've got you know one of the things resting in it. They've got another controller um, next to it. Uh, on the charging dock next to one of the controllers, you see a little dongle, um, and so it looks like the way that you're going to be charging the, uh, the controllers is actually there's a little dongle that you plug into the um, the controller into the C port. And then you rest it on the connecting uh, part to, to charge them. Um, and I just thought that was interesting because I guess – I don't know about you, but for me, I have th- this charging station for my move controllers. And, like, sometimes, like, it is a freaking pain in the ass to rest them in the proper way. Yeah. And, and, like, sometimes my controllers don't charge um, when I think they are. And it is just an a super pain in the ass. So um, it was actually kind of cool to see that, oh, this is something you can plug it in, you can rest it, and it should be a lot more reliable and just easy to use and also won't break. Yeah, I, I will say, um, I will say I I, I was ex- – <laughs> I was like, oh, there, here we go. Here's not, here's just more money I need to spend at launch. And I was like, oh, charging dock, whatever. But then I thought about it and I was like, man, I have had my charging dock for the PlayStation 3 Move controllers. I've had I've got two of them. I bought one at launch uh, and then I bought uh, a second one used for like $5 like way later, like once uh, once PS3 was kind of dying. Um, and, uh, and and so I've actually had these charging docks for my for my nav controllers my move controllers they're all just standing up right there ready to go grab them use them when i'm done with them boom, just stick them right back on there the red light starts blinking telling me that it's charging it's so convenient that when i started thinking about that you know and, and not having to worry about you know finding a us a free usb cable to uh to, to plug this in and charge it because i've got dude i've got cables coming out of everywhere right this is gonna be so convenient to just have something plugged into the wall and uh and, and just be able to like okay here's my charging dock and at some point i will have two pairs of uh, two pairs of sense controllers because you know a 12 hour live stream is uh, is going to require that so uh yep. and so always having a place where one is all where one set is always charging uh, is going to be great so i do like the whatever whatever this dongle adds to the convenience of this to the reliability of the charging uh, i'm very very happy with 
It could also backfire and like that thing could get lost and it could be a super pain in the ass as well. And <laughs> just, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. It's a fact at the end of the day. I saw the uh, other little, yeah. Oh, go, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I saw, I saw Jeffy Condile in the chat, uh, asking if, uh, if Sony's been sending out pre-order invites yet. Jeffy. Listen, guys, uh, so make, make sure you've, you know, gone to playstation.com. Make sure you've signed up for the invite. Uh, it does seem like it's completely random. Some people got them on day one. Some they've been. Some people have gotten them sporadically over the course of the Mad last Max few days. Got his today. That's reassuring, right? That they're when still going they're, out. Yes, yes. So <clears throat> yeah, make sure you sign up if you're interested because they are still going out. Um, and uh, yeah, and there's you got to imagine there's people that are going to skip. You know, have they're going to sign up for it, but then they're going to change their mind. They're not going to have the money, whatever reason, and then they're going to you know send out another wave at some point. Right. Right. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. And also, I'll just, uh, also don't, I, I've seen people that like seem like they're getting offended that they weren't chosen. Right. They're like, oh, I was the biggest supporter of PSVR one. I have hundreds of PSVR one games in my library. Uh, you know, I, I've been, I've owned every single PlayStation since the beginning of time. Don't, don't be offended. Right. Like it seems like it was completely random there. You know, I, the last I checked in with Wes, uh, Wes hadn't gotten one. I have no idea. Like it, it seems like there's a long list of people who haven't gotten, but they're, but the so it seems a completely random, but B, if you get the invite, it seems like you're guaranteed unless I'm misreading this AJ, right? I don't want to, I don't want to be out here spreading misinformation, but it seems like if you got an invitation, you are guaranteed a PlayStation VR two. You just have to yes. go at any time during the three day pre-order event. And, and actually complete your pre-order. And that's why not everyone has gotten one because they want to make sure everybody who got the invite is gets their guaranteed PlayStation VR 2. How crappy would it be if you got an invitation and then you went and said, sorry, sold out. You weren't the first one here, right? Or you have to keep refreshing the page. No, you just show up anytime during those three days and then you're able to buy one. Is that, is, yep. am, I, am I getting that right, AJ? Yeah, it's it's an ex, it's an exclusive invite to the the pre-order event and that's what it is for sure. You are guaranteed to get it, but I mean you have to follow through with it, but you are guaranteed. Yeah, you have to follow through with it. That's the important part. Yeah, they, they made it sound like, "Oh, put your feet up and have some coffee, order a pizza, you're fine, you don't have to worry about." Yeah. So they they're removing all of the stress. And but by removing all the stress, they're stressing some people the fuck out <laughs> because because those people are like, "Am I not going to be able to get one?" And so as I said on PSVR this week, uh make sure you join our Discord. Again, it sounds like I'm just self-promoting here, but really, I don't make money on Discord. I pay money to keep the Discord running. It requires a lot of time and effort on my part and the moderator's part to keep it running it's a service we we have for the community so it's not self-promotion we're just you know want to make sure that everybody has a place to hang out um and just fyi everybody who is a member of our discord what in the fuck are you doing over there nothing Come on, sh- share it with the rest of the to you? share share it with the rest of the class what is it i can't share that i can't share that you, is somebody sending you nudies? No. Oh. I saw, I said, I wish, also, I said n- no. nudies. Like that's a word. Um, sending me works. So, so that's anyway. The reason I'm the reason I'm talking about Discord right now is because if if you haven't gotten your invite, you know we're going to do our absolute best. We're going to be sharing tweets from Ario sixty four. We're going to be keeping an eye on uh, retailers like Amazon or Walmart, uh, whoever else, Target who who might be going up for pre order, uh, and we're going to do our absolute best 
to get uh, to, to make sure that everybody in our community has a place to order a PSVR 2 whenever they go up. We want to be the first to alert you whenever possible. If you were a member of our Discord when the PlayStation 5 launched and you wanted one and were ready to and were ready, then you got one. So many people in our Discord got one at launch, got our pre-orders into Amazon because we we had it first, man. We that that link. Everybody in everybody in our Discord got a PlayStation 5 who won one at that point where where we announced the link. So be ready and be part of the Discord, and, uh, and we'll do our absolute best to do the same thing this time and get the pre-order informa- information out there. And so, I, the last thing I want, man, is for anybody who's been waiting for this thing for six years to have to wait a single day longer than they have to. Everybody's wondering what you're doing. <laughs> hey, Brian. What? Are you ready for PSVR 20 questions? Because it is that time, baby. <laughs> Let's go! Come on down! Oh, I thought my rock music was going to continue. No. <laughs> I like that. Are I like you my little, ready? I, I like my little uh, two thousand uh, <laughs> late or early two thousands yeah. uh, new metal background music. That's exactly what it was. I think it was corn. Yeah. Kind of, it kind of sounded like it was playing out of a kazoo, but <laughs> it was still close. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I am. I am so ready. Uh, I'm so ready for PSVR 20 questions. I got my notebook here so I can take notes, uh, and uh, and I'm ready. So listen, this is how this works. AJ's the host of 20 questions today. Uh, he's got a PlayStation VR game in his head, and we, you guys in the chat, need to help me out on this. We have 20 yes or no questions to figure out what game he's thinking of. We also only have six minutes, and I always find that the six-minute timer is the hardest part of this game. So, uh, so we're going to blast through the first 10 questions very, very quickly. Uh, kazoo metal. Yeah, that's exactly what it is off core. I think, I think we just came up with a new genre. <laughs> new genre I'm opening a new YouTube channel. Amazing. Kazoo metal. <laughs> All right. On your mark. Get Dez. Go. Does it have... Uh, does this game use analog sticks? This game does use analog sticks okay uh are you doing a lot of shooting in this game is that primary what you're doing i'd say you're doing a lot of shooting in this game okay has this developer made other psvr games um no oh wait yes yes they have yes okay they have in fact okay um uh does this game have any rhythm elements? This game does not have any rhythm elements. Okay. Uh, does this have? Is there any spooky element to this game, whether it be a dark tone or, or, or zombies or anything like that? Um. Yeah. There's some spooky elements in this game for sure. Okay. There's some spooky stuff going on. There's less shooting. Um, uh, is this a? Uh, does this? Does this have any multiplayer component at all? Um, it does have some multiplayer component at all. Okay. Is that multiplayer component co-op? Um, it can be. Okay. All right. We've got a lot of information here, you guys. Um, shapeshifters like it's firewall. Easy. Uh, how's, how's firewall spooky? That wouldn't be spooky. Okay, uh, let's let's go Bambino Remus. I have, let's, let's I have been spooked from Firewall before. I think I turned around and someone was like right in the oh, face. Six minutes, AJ. Six minutes. Does it, <laughs> I'm going to go with Bambino Remus. Let's, let's narrow this down. Uh, does it have aim support? 
It does not have aim support. Okay, that eliminates a lot of games I was just thinking about. Um, <clears throat> Bork point. Um, let's see. After Bork, the Borkening. I love it. Do you have control of your movement in this game? Until Bork Rush of Doggo. Oh, I love it. Um, do you have control of what? Your movement? <laughs> Sorry. Do you, yeah. Do you, can, can you, can you, do you move your character around in this game? Or uh, Yes, you do move your character around. Okay, so that eliminates Rush of Blood because uh, you're just sitting there the whole time. Uh, uh, God, what else? Um, Rush of Blood doesn't – oh, wait. Rush of Blood – I guess technically does support joystick. Well, no. No. Eh, okay. No. <sighs> okay. Um, do you play this game? In, can Can you play this game with squads? You cannot play this game with squads. Okay. It is that's number ten. Okay, so no no elbow, you guys. Uh, mm. Man, this is this is tough. Um, Oracles. Was this made by uh, Arvory? Uh, this game was not made by Arvory. All right, all you are is barking. Was thinking Yuki, but <laughs> not Arvory. Was this game made by Serbios? This game was not made by Servios. This is a roller coaster <laughs> of emotions. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's like Okay. Yeah. Photo notarized. Can somebody, you somebody clip AJ. that that moment of his excitement. Sorry, go ahead. Can you <laughs> can you play this on the flat screen as Photo Nutter? Um their flat Photo screen Nutter, You can play this on the flat screen. Okay. Alright. Okay, I don't think you can't play Sirento on the flat screen. Um Killing for VR. Interesting. Interesting. Let's go down that road a little bit. Um, now you, killing for doesn't work because I don't think it has dual shock support. Deep Fork Galactic. Remember, guys, remember Spooky. There's some spooky element to this. Um, I have seen it in the chat. Man, I just I just hit a wall, I feel like. Um are there zombies in this game? Regardless, regardless of what they're uh, called? Um They're not like traditional zombies. But kind of. No, Killing 4 doesn't have aim support, Mancunian. As far as I know, I can't remember. No, it doesn't. Killing 4 does not have aim support, and this doesn't have aim support either. Right. But it also doesn't. But it does have analog support. And, uh. And I, don't, I don't remember Dual Shock. I don't remember Dual Shock support in Killing 4. Um. Is this a uh, mm, no mm, crap? Is this made by Fire Sprite? I just have to keep moving. 
This is, in fact, made by the developers that are making Horizon Call of the Mountain. Is this, is this the persistence? Dude, why would you... Okay. That's not the only thing they made that's spooky, you know, that has some spooky elements. They also made Aster's Playroom, which has a ghost game in it. But it is, in fact, the persistence. Good job, Brian. Good job, Cats. I think I saw Awesome Tatum say it first. It is the persistence. At the buzzer. Woof. <laughs> Holy Mazzoli. Yes, uses analog sticks or shooting. They've made other PSVR games. That was the part that threw me off because I totally forgot that they had made uh, Astro's Playroom. Uh, spooky. There's some multiplayer components. That's actually true. It has It has a, a, you, somebody can play from a mobile phone yep. and can either help you or, hinder or you. mess with you. Yep. <laughs> and now, yeah, they added flat screen support. They are kind of zombies. Um, not rhythm-based. I, I, take, I take issue that it's not rhythm-based. Some of us play... To our own beat, AJ. <laughs> a great game, a great game, and one that we fully expect there to be a PSVR 2 upgrade for because it's, there's already a PlayStation 5 upgrade. They, they keep supporting this thing. It's playable on the flat screen. First party studio now. Why wouldn't this game come to PSVR 2 with some sense control support? The best version of it yet. The Fingers only crossed. reason would be because they're busy making Horizon Call of the Mountain and Twisted Metal and the other stuff. Yeah. But they should they should totally do this. This game deserves a remaster. Um, maybe this would be you know I want to see it with the sense controllers rebuilt. Not, I, but I, I would accept it with with the dual sense controller. But eh, nothing not different enough. Yeah, I, I I don't feel as though I would get anything new out of it. Um, I'd rather have it with the dual sense than nothing. Because then, at least other people get to play it. But, um, but Dual Sense remake is really how this should go. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's great that it already has. Um, you, you when you play this on PlayStation VR one, you can use the Dual Sense, uh, and so you know they can just port that aspect over. Um, but so allowing people to also use the Sense controllers would be great. Give you a reason to replay it with a whole different feeling. Um, the 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 weapon that allows you to kind of like throw the enemies around the room was great but you had to do it with your head and so it, was, it always felt really strange like this <laughs> yeah. is so cool but my neck hurts what are we doing this was, oh i just got dizzy doing that um so yeah being able to do that with your hand and be like look at me i'm a fucking wizard be pretty fucking cool i love the persistence man i love it me too man me too uh, and they were super nice to me too. Uh, I remember back, uh, I, I, be I begged them. I was like, really bugged them for like a month being like, Hey, we'd love to do something really special and without parole and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and it was like hours before launch when they were finally like, Hey, uh, if you're still down. And I was like, Oh, cool. <laughs> yes. Like, let's play it leading up to launch. I was like, that was fucking very last minute, but very cool. You know, what's even better is I can confirm that they still are extremely nice and great people. <laughs> That's really good to hear. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, you guys. Uh, listen, thank you so much for hanging out with us and uh, having fun talking about PSVR 2 on this, uh, you know, this beautiful Monday. Beautiful Monday. I don't know what's going on. Um, it's dark outside now. Did you change your clocks? Um, I don't. I don't change clocks, man. Like the only clock, <laughs> the only clocks I have are my phone and and my Echo Show, and those just yeah. change automatically, dude. It, I I I know. I had. To, I realized I I had like. Um, a contrast of technology in my household because like half of it changed automatically and the other half I had to do it manually. I was like, wow, 
I haven't had to manually change a clock in a long time. AJ staring at his grandfather clock being like, update, <laughs> update. <laughs> Where do I plug in the USB drive? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Why isn't this forwards compatible? All right, you guys, let's get out of here. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out, everybody. Thank you all for uh, for all the uh, for the generous tips during the show. Thank you all for helping me out during PSVR uh, 20 questions. Uh, again, the moderator's doing God's work out there. We love you so very much. You make my life so much better every single day. Um, Jamie, yeah, for getting this up on podcast services of your choice. If you don't want to sit here and watch us for two hours, we fucking get it. Go listen to us for two hours on your drive to work or on your drive back or on your drive back the next day. Who knows, man? you got plenty of time to fill. Let's do it up. Um, also, uh, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry puts timestamps into this thing after the fact. Don't forget to so subscribe to AJ's channel at PSVR Underground. The link for that is in the description below. And, of course, uh, support the Movember cause that Serial Killer is doing a great job supporting. Um, men's health issues, suicide prevention, the whole deal. Uh, let's, 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 do some, let's give something back this month. Um, I'm tired, man. I'm tired. Coffee's not working today. Uh, thanks, everybody who hung out. Thanks, everybody who tipped. Thanks, everybody who helped me out. Uh, and thanks, of course, to everybody who sat back and watched it. And say, goddamn word, we know you're out there. We love you, too, just as much. AJ, it's Monday. Can I cue the cat? Cue the motherfucking cat, Brad, because I want to say see you guys on West Day to Great Tandrum. JB, long time, dude. Still an OG, uh, still around. Good to see you, homie. Uh, your secrets will always be safe with me. Or seek the game cat. All you are is borking. <laughs> I love it. Shapeshifter, the Animorph game cat. Later to you as well. Vargosoft, goodbye. Hasid Mears, this is nice shirt, AJ. Patreon.com. No. Uh, streamlabs.com slash PSVR underground. You can get one too, Hasid. Or just, you know, hit me up. I'll send you one. Steve IRE says, cue the bark. Game cat photo nutter, photo nutter, my favorite name of all time. Uh, says, was it at least six months ago? Uh, I guess that was a guess, maybe. Um, Ian Stanbridge, uh, <clears throat> uh keep moving. Bambino Ramos says, two hour shows are the best. Yes, even against my will, I must agree. <laughs> Your long shadows in the house tonight says, yeah, getting real pork out, night all. <laughs> yeah, good pork. Uh, Prax Pro says there should be a smart grandfather clock. I'm going to invest in that idea. I think it'll pan out for you really well, Braxbro. Mike Kelly, thank you so much. Jeffy, Jeffy, local homegrown game cat goodness in the house tonight. Just like Pork Angel 3, thank you so much. <laughs> Cheers to you as well. Uh, Mancunian game cat, Shades of Grey Matter, thank you so much, man. Mark Smith, good to see you. Uh, the game cat's out of the glue bagger, Brian. The game cat's out of the glue bagger. What are you going to do? Put him back in. The clue bagger. Crow Alex, thank you so much, man. <laughs> RG, good to see you. Zero killer, the stash in the flash game cat. Uh, game, uh, guys, Dead Ringer, I see you, man. All y'all, thank you so much. 12, the backlogged game cat. <laughs> uh, all you guys have a wonderful night. Ian Stanbridge, you especially. Dan Kiefer, you especially. B Tribble. Bork to bork. Bork to bork. Ooh, pork chop and, uh, sandwiches. That sounds delicious. Pork chop sandwich. Pork chop sandwiches. Get the fuck off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what we're doing anymore. Uh, I don't either. Right. Bye, Hector Robles. Saying bye to Hector Robles. Dan Keeper's still mad that the, <laughs> that the chat's on slow mode. <laughs> I'm still hearing about that a lot as well. Well, Maybe, uh, appar apparently they're just telling you because no one's saying a word to me. So sorry, guys. If you don't go to the source, then your complaints will not be heard. I know of people that are actually not watching anymore 
because they can't chat and have conversations with the cats because they because they have too many thoughts in 30 seconds you know if people who aren't <laughs> watching anymore man the people the people who message you aj are so full of shit i guess that's why they're not messaging me because they know they know i'll see through that nonsense okay. well i tried <laughs> you tried sorry guys you hey I if, tried. listen if no one's telling me then i don't fucking believe it so, <laughs> uh people weren't watching it uh, just to clarify guys people weren't watching anymore because uh, some people in the chat were dominating it with negativity and pessimism and, p- and pissing people off and and they would just uh and they would just spam uh, and, and that was actually bothering people far more than not being able to type as frequently as they wanted to. Um, and so we had to kind of put an end to that. And, uh, and because that we're, that's not what we're about in this community. We're not about negativity. We're not about just being pissed off all the fucking time. They are, we, we, we're about bringing as much positive energy as possible. And when somebody, when one person can actually bring down a show that we're, that we're, we're doing, whether well, we're doing something wrong. And so, uh, and, and so we're all about, Oh, sorry. Right. I thought you were done. So the, the uh, so so the the slow mode is down to thirty seconds, and I, I don't know, I, I don't know if that's a problem or not. But if it is, let me know. You know where to find me, man. I'm on Discord like all the time, and I'm always open to suggestions. So thank you very much. What are you going to yell, AJ? I said we're all about that sex, drugs, and VR, baby. <laughs> Red, you're the one we're talking about. Red, you're the one we're talking about. <laughs> He's like, I hate thirty second chat. Well, luckily for you, and luckily for us, you're the one we're talking about. No, you're not the one we're talking about. But, uh, but, but yeah, you're pretty fucking negative. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>